Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3 where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. It all starts right now. Welcome back to the Pure Take, presented by Big League Chew. This is episode 318. I'll be your host, Kyle Corden, and I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Night. Hi. What a week. What a week. What a week. What a weird, weird week. Here I sit. All right. That's uh, that's all we got. <laughs> Take care. All, got. all right. That's that pretty much sums it up right there. <laughs> that that sums it up. No, I mean the fact that we even we're even here recording, honestly, I think is a a feat in and of itself. We Speed were all the odds. We so here's the thing: we spent last episode at the end of last week talking about how we were just resilient and persevered, and how these were like the days in which we grinded, and then. Come Monday or Tuesday, I guess it was too late for the boys, and I guess Nate had had a had one too many brews, and it you didn't know. take much to tap out the other night. So I thought that was a little ironic, but here we occupational sit. Occupational hazard. That was that was a that was a scramble effort anyway. That was a hail mary pass, and you know. Well, it. I'm glad you brought that up because. For those wondering why in the middle of a postseason that you're not getting two episodes this week, it's because the New York Yankees decided to just ruin everything. I already took care of this for you. I already sent you that video. Their, I don't know what video you're talking about. Their horrendous decision-making in terms of the cancellation uh, of yeah. or postponement, I should say, of game four. of yeah. or No, game five of the division series matchup with the guardians. Yeah. That's what I was trying to, you don't watch my, you don't watch my videos that I send you on, on TikTok? TikTok. No, I don't yeah. know if I've figured out that real yet. nice, real nice. Um, I sent you a video of a guy explaining that MLB takes over that during the postseason, not the home team. Uh, I don't buy it. I, I think the Yankees have a very strong hand in that decision-making as they let their fans corral around the concourse, racking up those those concession sales, those beer sales. Yeah, and then they're, they're like, right. you know they, what? They're, real, they're, they're struggling real hard on the 
on the finances. Well, apparently they so. Did. If they couldn't make a decision as early, early than they did, people. No, they must be it's hurting. MLB's decision. You know it is. Anyway, they threw everything off. We were gonna record after that game, and then they canceled. And then I was like, "Well, we're not gonna record." before game five because they decided hey let's make it an afternoon game now that we're postponing it and i was like well we're not going to record tomorrow either because then it'll be outdated so then i was just like you know what let's just throw it all out the window let's not even bother with it and we're going to miss out on on talking about how the dodgers dropped to the padres we're going to talk about the eight we're not going to be able to talk about the 18 inning game between the mariners and the astros all because the yankees Nope. Can't read a, a map. Nope. I don't, uh, nope. a, a Doppler. A I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Doppler radar. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, Not important. But here yeah. I sit in a hot in a in a hotel room in L.A. Just sounds like you're about to sing a song. No, no song here. Sad song. No, no song here. Hmm. But I, I just wasn't going to let... I mean, the only thing that would have prevented us from recording during an entire week would have been the hotel Wi-Fi. And the jury's still out on that. We may or may not make it through this episode. So if you're hearing this, congratulations. The Wi-Fi held out. But uh, <laughs> there's a good chance it doesn't make it through the end of this episode. But we'll see. Uh, but anyway, um, I mean, we could... Do you have any thoughts on what we missed on what the people missed because people wanted our takes bad and we weren't there to get yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Um, any takeaways from the final farewells from the Mariners, from the Braves, anything that stood out to you? I mean, I think your take of what you had last week or maybe the week before of Oh, no, you didn't say the Mariners. You said a different team. I think you said the Padres. But you had the take where it was like you you are going to stumble for a few years, right? So, like, I, I kind of took it as, again, I thought you were talking about the Mariners. So, I'm going to use it as that now. I'm just going to steal your take and, and swap it over to the Mariners. It's, it's going to take a few years, right? And it's going to take, like, these falling short feel, like, seasons you know so last year just kind of taking it down home stretch and not getting into the postseason and then this year it's like getting into the postseason you were able to fight for a you know through the wild carding and get an opportunity to play at home in, in seattle and then you fall short and so it's like they're getting there give it another year and they may make a deep run into the cs and then who knows a year after that maybe they're holding the trophy so I think it's going to take some of that heartbreak to really get it. And I know everyone's going to be like, oh, they've been out of the postseason for 20 years. How much heartbreak do you really need? Well, that's what this core is feeling for the first time. They haven't been out of the postseason for 20 years. Julio Rodriguez wasn't around. <laughs> so some of these guys weren't even born yet. So right. what are we so really like all this, all this stuff is relevant to now. This group, this core, this clubhouse and they're fine. Like they're going to be fine. They're they are going to be a problem and they're and they're most likely going to add some free agents this offseason that it's going to help them. They're going to be okay. So that 18 inning game was nuts and weird 
and unfortunate. Um, but it's okay. Like I, I wouldn't be that upset if I was a Mariners fan. I think you're gonna be all right. I just want to clarify for I feel like the third or fourth time now. I was referring to the Padres with that take because you asked yeah. me. That's what I'm saying. I'm stealing it now. It's now officially the Mariners' well, take. Now you're just putting words into my mouth. And no, the it's, question, it's just mine. The original question was, who's a team that you would not want to see the, win the World Series? And I said the Padres, and you asked me why. And it was for those reasons. I said, like, you need some growing pains. Like, I don't want to just see you cakewalk into the, the World Series and take it. Like, you, you I'm going to need to see, like, a heartbreaking loss in the NLCS. You can go back, listen to the episode. I was talking about the Padres. And, you know, it's shaping up that way. I mean, granted, they, they split. They they got one back today. They're but alive and well. They're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. I don't know. My take could be looking pretty good. I know my take about the uh, the Phillies taking, taking the Braves down in four was spot on. Um, your boy, by the way, is sitting at seven and one. Let me double check. I have no idea what I'm talking about anymore. But I will say that from the first round, I came out and said I'm betting and predicting with my heart. Straight heart picks. And your heart the as jump. of right now, your heart very, as of right very now. Very much on the average. Very fifty fifty. Yeah. Literally fifty fifty. You're very wishy washy. Very wishy washy. Better Ryan. Ryan's watching baseball with one eye closed. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, I have no words to defend Ryan. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I can't defend his honor. Um, um, yeah, we'll see. Of course, the Yankees yeah. of all teams had to go out and <clears throat> ruin perfection, but whatever. Um, I love that. I love that. You know, that's not, that's, that's the reason why you don't have a perfect bracket. Well, what's wild is you came out and went with the Yankees and you continued to pick the Yankees despite admitting on multiple occasions that you didn't yes. think this was their year. So, right. This is the I'm heart. Really sure. This is the, this is the heart bracket. I'm not really sure what point you're trying. Yeah, your heart has told you to tell me that this isn't the Yankees' year, but you continue to choose the Yankees, which I, I guess is where the whole 50-50 thing comes into play. You, you don't really know what it's it. trying to tell you. I got to do it. Unbelievable. You know you got to um, do it. Wanna give a little, I already mentioned, been out here in L.A. this past week. Yeah. Got to give a little shout-out to Murray. Long-time listener. Got to meet up with Murray. Went out for some good, good grub. Talked for like, I'm pretty sure we were out for like three to four hours. Just talking ball. We had the Padres and Phillies up on the TV in the restaurant. Just a just a good dude. Just a good dude. So take take our word for it. If we're ever in your area and yeah, we're able to meet out. up, just count on us tracking you down meeting up with you going out and getting some grub and talking ball for three or four hours yeah well, that's just it. how that's just what we do you've already done that with a with a listener or two and i think we're going to be doing it a lot more next year uh so again just want to give a little plug a little shout out to murray much love to one of the ogs um speaking of one of our favorite listeners we do have a voicemail here from Whew. from Nate's one of Nate's favorites. Uh figure we could <laughs> it's not your cousin. <laughs> could be though. He could, truly could be. <laughs> uh figure we could run through this and then 
talk some uh, LCS. Let's see. Uh, let's see what we got with his voicemail. Come on now. Can you hear it? No. Nope. Mm-mm. All right, let's see what we got here. Let's give it another go. Still nothing. No. Mic check 212. All right, see, this is what happens when you record in a hotel. Things just really work. But hey, I mean, at least we have Wi Fi, you know? True. Let's, Need uh,. It. As long as, as long as you know Netflix what? works. You know what? While I'm, while, I'm, while I'm doing this, how about you tell the people about Big League Chew? Big League Chew. All right. I'm going to go for it again. I don't think I need it anymore. But it has been a while. We haven't recorded in three weeks. Started from humble beginnings in the Portland Mavericks bullpen in 1977. For more than 40 years, the iconic pouches packed. No, that's it. See, I messed it up. I'm skipping lines and stuff. The script is just out the window. I got to look it up. I could never be an actor. No, I had it, actually. I was think, I think I was good. Founded by former left-handed pitcher Rob Nelson, Big League Chew started from humble beginnings in the Portland Mavericks bullpen in 1977. For more than 40 years, the iconic pouches packed with shredded, flavorful bubble gum has become the number one shredded gum of athletes everywhere. Big League Chew has sold more than 900 million pouches and is designated as the Hall of Fame bubble gum. Grab some gum, head to Big League Chew's social media channels, at Big League Chew on Twitter, at Big League Chew on gum, at Big League Chew on gum on, <laughs> on Instagram. On gum. No, that, on that, gum that works. To show off your gum. You can also find a list of retailers or more gum at their what? website, bigleaguechew.com. Or Big League more gum? Chew. That's not... No, that uh, was horrendous. I'm going to have to write... I'm going to have to pen a written apology to Big League Chew for that. That was... Pen it out. Pen it out. That that, was, I mean, that's that's yikes. basically the gist of it. They've been around a while. They're really good. They've sold like a billion pouches of gum. <laughs> if you want to find more gum, go Just to their website. Social media. I don't know why I didn't write that ad myself. <laughs> done with it 90 <laughs> seconds ago unreal all right uh, let's speaking see of, speaking of sweets by the way i found out something there's a just a warning this is that time of year i'm warning you as well this is something you need to be aware of this is something everybody needs to be aware of the mini candy pouches that you for halloween that you get from like yep. target where it's a big bag of all the minis yeah for some reason, correct me if I'm wrong, but for years past, the sweet stuff was always with the sweet stuff, and the chocolate was always with the chocolate. Am I right? They never danced in the same bag. Uh, some of those like weird pouches. Some, I feel like some uh, of yeah, the, the weird, the bags. off, the off candies, right? Yeah, yeah. Nope, not anymore. You can get a big bag mixed with Skittles, peanut butter cups. M&M's, Snickers, Twix, and then there's also Swedish Fish and Twizzlers in there, right? Your chocolate tastes terrible if you buy that. That's a real thing, yeah. It, like, absorbed the... In the the, bag, yeah. The 
candy in this in the gummy stuff. And it tastes so weird now. The Reese's peanut butter cup is trash. Yep. And we bought like three giant bags of those things. Well, that's on you. You shouldn't be buying three bag three large bags of three family size bags of candy, you know? Well, well, you did, and now you're going to have to we, deal with the consequences did. of we that. Did. So. We, we also bought it two weeks ago. So we've been, I mean, we just kind of planned for like a month long of candy. Anyway. <laughs> that's that's just that's just uh, for diabetes, but <laughs> we won't get into that. That's my PSA. Um, just be, be on the lookout. Be, be smart about your candy purchase. So the takeaway here, don't buy mixed candy. Stick Correct. Keep chocolates in the chocolates. Mm-hmm. Keep the sweets in the sweets. It was awful. It was awful. We we don't discriminate here, but when it comes to candy, just don't be an idiot. Don't be an idiot. Don't be an idiot. Um. All right. Let's see. Let's give his voicemail out of the go. See if it works. Oh, for three. All right. I'm gonna give this one more go. No go. All right. Oh for four. You know what? Just gonna play I'm it gonna on pull, the phone. I'm gonna pull this up. I'm gonna go old school here. We're going old school, baby. I like it. Try not to to bust any eardrums right now. I'll let you be the judge. Tell me if it's too loud. Here we go. All right. DJ Torres from Denver, Connecticut. I hope I'm not a broken record at this point. It was an absolute roller coaster for this Yankee Cleveland series. And, you know, we could go with the rain delays and everything else. That's for gazy, however you want to put it to start off with. But uh, to me, when I was going with game three, uh, I was in North Haven with a bunch of guys and I actually introduced them to the show and they love you guys because they find it amazing that a Yankee fan and a Red Sox fan could work very well together over in that part of the state of Connecticut. It's an abomination. Uh, <laughs> I did not sleep well after game three and I'm just trying to wrap my head around this. So, well, it sounds cliche, but I grabbed myself a drink and I went to sleep. But going on, I just got done watching the last game, the clincher, and Josh Naylor, well, who is your daddy? What does he do? I don't know, but you're getting home by the Yankees. Sorry, brother. But the one thing that I've been hearing, <laughs> and I want your takes on this, is if we go to John Carlos Stanton, and it is all of these, I'm, I'm sorry to say this about my own fan base, but these non-classy, clown show, freaking idiots called Yankee fans, again, I'm sorry, but a lot of them are, they said, lean Giancarlo Stanton off the roster. And I'm thinking to myself, look at history, he produces in the playoffs. Did anyone forget 2020 where, I'm sorry, against Tampa, he hit, let's see, four home runs? 
I won't forget that he had three hits in the last year wild card game against Boston. No, because everyone just has a just such a short memory, apparently. But if you look at that game, after he hits the home run, everyone's going crazy, and Cleveland just kind of looks. The life just got sucked out of him. Well, now we go on to Houston and on to bigger and better things. Fellas, take it easy. Enjoy the show. And, well, hopefully our heart doesn't get burst out again by Houston all the time. Take it easy. There you have it. Hope being the operative word there. (laughs) First off... So, I think well, my just man to, dropped just to clarify, Fugazi. He dropped Fugazi on us early in that voice message. He did. I mean, that's 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 dope. That's a power if move. You're dropping Fugazi. I love it. So, just clarify if you didn't gather from that voicemail, he left that after Game Five. So this was prior to the LCS starting Game yeah. One of the LCS, which just wrapped up tonight. Um lot to digest here uh i mean i guess we can we can i mean it's nice because i like hearing other yankees fans that see the the ridiculousness and like and and it's not just eyewash when i'm telling you guys this when i'm saying that like yes i know that there's insane clown Yankee fans out there that just don't know what they're talking about that are just all emotional and don't really know or pay attention. Um, it's nice to hear another Yankee fan kind of validate that opinion because it is true. Uh, as far as the Stanton stuff goes, it, it doesn't matter. He's, he's the ultimate guy to show that like, you know, the regular season's done. I don't really care. And I'm I'm capable of bigger and better things, and it's and it you can kind of see that's the way he goes when he's streaky, he's kind of checked out. You know what I mean? Like he's he's pressing, but he's also just like whatever. It's it's game one twenty, and none of this really matters right now. So I think he he's a guy that just kind of tweaks stuff and tries different things, and then when the postseason rolls around, he he shuts it down and he just goes with what he knows. Um, and he's a great postseason hitter. And honestly, he's doing amazing things for the Yankees overall. When you look at the grand scheme of things, he's been great. I don't know why I don't Yankee know, fans boo him. Yeah. And I don't know why they forget that because they did the same thing with Boone. Like apparently Boone is like the guy now. And it's like literally a handful of weeks ago, you were calling for that. You I don't know. You were calling for this guy's head to be rolling. I'm ready for it to go. I don't it but the 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 difference is is like if he if he goes on to do anything if he gets the team to the world series and it's like all right we ride with Boone it's like yeah I don't I don't understand the short it is a lot short of term memory here with Yankees yeah. fans It's true It's very true What else did he have in there Josh hey, Naylor he, we got I think we got to address the Naylor stuff that uh Hey, look, I don't know if you saw, he came out and they asked him after the game, after the Yankees kind of gave it back to him a little bit. And he's like, you know what? And fans. He was like, you know what? Like, it's cool, man. Like, it was awesome to see everybody kind of teaming up against me and kind of using what I use against them, against me. 
And I even t- I even tweeted. I was like, you know, like respect. Like you could have easily taken this and and stormed off like a little child, but you owned it and you took the yell. And I think in a situation like that, that's the best way to disarm a fan base. You you take you take what they're using against you away from them and they can't there's nothing they can do because it's like okay well this clearly doesn't bother them so it's like okay well what are we gonna do at this point no this is gonna stay this is gonna stay he can say all he wants this is gonna stick around as long as as long as he comes in in sure he'll come back and they'll do it but but what i'm saying is like for for the immediate future it takes away takes away the sting a little bit at least from her from his perspective i would imagine because again you could have taken this and run with it any which way but he was like you know what and i'm sure he i didn't see if this was like post game if he was if they had video with this if this was like a press or whatever but i'm sure if there's if there was video and you go back and watch he probably said it with like a grin on his face he's like you know what that was cool like and he even said that he was basically just like i had the whole stadium like against me in that moment he's like there, I mean, what can I do? And so the fact they just played it off, I'm like, you know what? Respect, because you could have stormed it. We've seen guys take it and turn into just an absolute child in a scenario like that. So I mean, whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm not a big Josh Naylor guy. I feel like I've made that clear. There's just something about either. him that just, yeah. I don't know what it is, but I'm like, his okay. helmet comes off every time he swings. He's just, he's that too over the top. Crazy. He's too over the top for me. Yeah, it's too a lot. Over the top. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Anything else in that in that voicemail? I don't remember. Uh Red Sox and Yankee fan work well together. Yeah, yeah. We've uh I mean in in case you're new, buddy, uh, the story is we've been doing this for a long time. Too long. <laughs> this has been I mean, we've known each other since what four and three, but we didn't obviously pay attention to Yankees Red Sox at that. Yeah, point. we weren't probably we weren't like, podcasting then. Yeah, it was probably like well, like eight, seven, nine, eight range. Probably nine, ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we really started kind of going back and forth towards each other. Yeah, that makes sense because yeah, I was born in '93, so I was still young yeah. for the Empire. Dynasty stuff, but uh, yeah, that makes sense because like the oh two oh three oh four stuff was really when it started to get heated between us. Um, yeah. Well, speaking of speaking of Yankees, let's uh, transition right into LCS game one. Just wrapped up tonight, as I mentioned. Um, anything that jumps out at you from this game, other than yeah. the fact that the Yankees decided to strike out seventeen times. Yeah, uh, that was tough. That was hard, man. It was hard to watch. And the, I think the difficult thing was watching the game like like Justin Verlander really took a good 50 pitches before he was settled in. He was not good for the first few innings, and the Yankees didn't capitalize. And it all – I think the biggest at-bat in the in the game was Josh Donaldson – striking out with a man on second and third and one out. Do you have three K's tonight? He had three K's over four. Struck out more than the entire Astros team. This is, I think they set it on the, on the, I think it was like a little ticker update on the, on the screen that it's his fifth straight game with at least two strikeouts. So, uh, pretty good. 
I think it came down to that at bat. Um, you know, not being able to just hit a sim. And they had the shift on. They had the shift on. Altuve was behind second, short and third, deep in their spots, and second base was wide open. And just we can't hit a simple ground ball. And I know it's Verlander, but like he gave you two fastballs to start that AB. So tough. Tough there. And then that's when Verlander just went on his streak, man. I think he settled down and, and knocked out like 11 straight or something like yeah, that. Yeah, which which really, in my opinion, I, I feel like most people would agree here, but I, I think that that's – you take a guy like Verlander, that's what separates him from the rest of the pack. 100%. Where you get a guy – Like when you're that, struggling, you're not even tapped in. Right. You get a guy that's 50, 60 pitches into an outing, and it's like it's not horrendous, but you're, it's not your typical stuff. Yeah. What separates a guy like Verlander is he can get that deep into an outing and still figure out a way to lock in and dial right. in and to yeah. make his outing effective and efficient and give his keep his team give them a chance to stay in the game, I guess. Because yeah. yeah. depends on how long they go with that particular outing, but it, he he can give his team a chance. And other guys, if they get, like I said, if you get 40, 50, 60 pitches in and you're like, well, we just don't have it. A lot of, a lot of times guys, they'll, they'll compete, but mentally they're, they're just not there. But a guy like Verlander is like, I've been here yeah, many times and they just have that ability to even that deep into the outing. Cause you're not going to have it from the first pitch every single right. time. So you have to right. figure out a way to, to flip a switch, even if it takes you a few innings. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, that's, that's true hall of fame stuff. That's what he was able to do. And, and now it went from like, uh, okay, back to back rough starts in the postseason to him settling in and probably carrying some, some decent momentum into his next start. So Job well done on on his part. Uh, as far as Yankee side goes, I don't think Donaldson can be in the lineup tomorrow. I just don't see how that's even a thought process for Boone and and Clark Schmidt cannot be the first choice out of the bullpen anymore. I don't know what that's about. I don't know what we're doing there. Uh, and Frankie Montas continues to look like a flop. So I mean, look. If the Yankees can take take the game two, I, I feel really good. I feel really good. Um, but if they drop game two, I'm I'm. Uh, I mean, it's it's all three at home or or, or bust. That's a tough. I mean, I've said it before. We both agree that's a tough place to win a baseball game. Like Houston and a postseason. You add the postseason yeah. into that mix. Yeah, that's a tough place to win a baseball game. Yeah. And I've. I was just reading through some some comments and replies after the game tonight, and I I just see so going back to the whole Yankee fan confusion. I just that's a fan base I just don't get like at all. I don't know how you deal with your counterparts over there, but I just don't understand that fan base whatsoever. They confuse the heck out of me. But I was just seeing so many salty Yankee fans just continue, and I'll give them credit that again. There, I'm sure there's a percentage of the fan base that has has addressed the whole Astros thing. They've processed it, they've dealt with it, and they've moved yeah. on from it. But there's still that percentage of Yankee fans where they continue to bring that up. And I'm like, whether you're a Yankee fan, whether you're a Mariners fan, if you continue to use the Astros cheating scandal as a crutch, yeah, 
you're just making yourself look absolutely terrible because this Houston Astros team is a good baseball team. We've said it. We've seen it. We've seen it play They're out. They're the most complete team in the postseason right the now. The most complete team in the postseason. And if you continue to use the cheating scandal as a crutch with every yeah. day, with every month, every season that passes, that you continue to use that, it just makes you look more and more pathetic because yeah. – at a certain point, there's not going to even be anybody on the team that was even in connection with that scandal. So, I mean, when you, you talk offensively, you're only looking at Altuve, Bregman, Guriel. Everyone else is new. Jordan, I don't think Kyle Tucker was there yet, was he? McCormick in center. No. Pena, yeah. Pena obviously being a, a rookie. Maldonado, maybe. I think he was there for that. Behind the plate. But even then, he's splitting time with Vasquez. Yeah, like... he's splitting time. And, and, I mean, I don't know. It's just, yes, it sucks. And, like, yes, that that is something that we're probably never going to forget uh, as baseball fans. But I think you just have to recognize that, like, this is the Dusty Baker era. And it's different. It's just a different ball club. And it's I, I think it's a different mentality and it's a different energy and – I don't know. It's just it, it. We can't discredit the fact that they are who they are. They're a really good ball club. They belong here. And I think they're the biggest threat to anyone in this postseason. So they're the favorite. And it's like, and, and tonight, that's I think that's why it stung a little bit because like the Yankees had a, a little crack in the window that they could have opened up. And they could have they could have taken advantage of of what Verlander was in the beginning of the game, and just they didn't. And so we'll see what's next. But I'm nervous if they don't take game two. I'd be thrilled. I'm ecstatic if they take game two, though. I'm I'm extremely happy if they can do it. And shout out Tyone, Jameson Tyone, heck of a start. Like that was a that was a gritty tough. Start man, he 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 did his job. He did exactly what he should have done, and the team rewarded him by sending him back on a buggy. <laughs> what was that? Are you serious? You can't even uh, get a bus ride back to the hotel. Not enough space, I guess. I don't. I have no idea. How? I don't, how does leave, that happen? Then leave like the trainer behind. Leave like your. Leave somebody behind. Don't a leave bag. the guy. Just leave a bag behind. Yeah, put them under the bus if you have to. Like, yeah, leave I don't a couple know. bags of bats behind. I, what was that about? This has been a postseason of weird stuff. I feel like, with, especially like Cleveland and the hotel stuff. This is all bad, all bad. Um, NL side, man, we got some exciting baseball going on on the NL side. I I got to admit, I think it's way more exciting on the NL side this year. Yeah, in I'm, general, I'm locked in on the NL. I've I feel like probably I guess from like the start. I don't I may have already said this, it's but I feel like really good baseball, from dude. the start. I just feel like I've just been locked, which is odd because I'm National League baseball has just for the longest time never really interested me cuz I'm just like Yeah. Even if I'm not watching the Sox, I can tune into 
see how the Yankees are doing. I can tune yeah. in to somebody see, relevant like, like to your the team. The Orioles right down the right down the road. Yeah. I mean, not that I would tune into them on a regular basis, but you know, like yeah. there's just other options, other strong options in the American League. But the National League, I'm just like, uh. and I'll admit, like it, it did take the DH coming around to, to finally yeah. be like, all right, like okay. for sure, adds, adds a little more credibility to the league here. Yeah, but yeah, this the postseason on the National League side has just been so much more engaging to me, and I don't know if it's just because of the the matchups or just the quality of baseball we're getting out of that, yeah. that side of things. But I mean, we're locked at one and one here with the Phillies and Padres. Phillies. I won't say stole game one because I I mean that's that's a heck of an outing from was like a yeah, just a quick sucker punch. Yeah, like a, just like, a quick out the gate. Absolutely earned game one for mean. sure. Yeah. Game two obviously didn't go their way, but you gotta you gotta think if you jump out to a four nothing it was four nothing lead, right? Or was it four two? <sighs> No, I'm pretty sure they jumped out to four nothing. I think it was four nothing. And you got Noel on the mound. I mean, yeah, dude, that's that's a win. That has to be a win, right? I mean, that's kind of the way I look at it. Yeah, they went up four nothing, and then Noel immediately gave up a two spot. Yeah, which that's tough. You all, they always, they teach you that in like little like high school baseball. Right. Right. Like you got to put up a zero after you put up a crooked number. And they weren't able to do that. And I think, who really knows? You may, things still may have gone the same way, but you may be looking at a completely different ball game if you're able to put up a zero there. Because if you're, if you're the Padres, if you're that fan base, if you're that state, if you're in that stadium, the air feels a little bit different if you mm. continue to get fed zeros after the Padres yeah. or after the Phillies put up a four spot. But you get two back. It seems further say, away. Yeah. If you can immediately we're, we're still in it. Yeah. If you can immediately respond. But that big inning, the the big five run inning, uh, the what I think what was so cool about it was the inner like the the subtle story between the the Nolas, the Nola brothers. And that's literally what started the rally. Um Kim was on first. They do a little hit and run. And Austin Nola shoots a shoots a ball to right center against little bro. And Kim finds a way to score from first. How like, song Kim, the face of baseball. Honestly, dude. Like, <laughs> I love I'm, Fernando I'm, who? Seriously. I, I am upset with myself that I haven't been able to to lock in on more Hasong Kim baseball. He's the man. Like, he's the man. He's the dude. I love yeah. the way he plays, man. He plays yeah. like he's got his hair on fire. I love yeah, it. Yeah, dude. He's rolling. But from him, like to, to score on a on a hit and run from first on a single <laughs> to the right center gap. I mean, that's that's nuts. And then it was just knock after knock after that. Yeah, they just got it rolling. I mean, I know it's it's greedy to to want to grab both on the road like that if you're Philly. But if you take game one, you sh- you, you got to be I'm, happy. You one hit, I believe, the Padres in game one. Yeah, you uh, one yeah, hit I think the Padres too. Yeah, it was bad. And then you go up four nothing in game two. Again, I know it's a little greedy. Like the 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 times that that ha- the frequency that that happens, not great. Yeah. But you go up four nothing in game two. You ha- you you. I just feel like you have to find a way to to close that deal because 
going back going back home up to nothing that's a much better spot to be in than splitting that's, that's after, never leaving yeah that's staying in philly yeah after just a meltdown of an inning like the talk about night and day in terms of yeah where you're at mentally i feel like because you could be going back to nothing but instead you're going back like i said you're going back with a split and yeah it didn't exactly it wasn't exactly the cleanest loss i'll, I'll just say yeah. that yeah and shout out to the acquisitions man drury and uh and bell both with a with a clutch home run that was like in the middle of that uh response i think that was the two-run response that's what that's what nola gave up after the four spot was a solo yeah, I, shot between bell I and, saw, and jury right i, I saw that was. something i i could be way off base here but they were saying something i think on the broadcast that said all of the acquisitions that they made at the deadline accounted for some yeah. very high percentage of the runs that they scored today. I don't remember the exact number, but yeah. it was like those guys showed up today. So. That's yeah, that's what you need. That's what you need. Uh, but if you're Philly, I mean, like you gotta be stoked that you stole one. And now, like you, it's this is your job here. Like if you're the team of destiny, this this can't go back to San Diego. You got to finish it. You got to take all three at home. That's a tall ask, but that's what you got to do, right? Like but if, if you're there's the team, if there's one place to pull that off, I'm telling, dude, I th- that's I would argue aside from the fact that I was feeling this Philly team back in March. Aside from all of that, the single singular reason I'm taking Philly to go to the World Series is because of that that atmosphere at Citizens Bank. I think it's gonna be nuts. That alone can be, put a team over the edge. There's going to be a lot of arrests. That's what I know. There's going to be a lot of, lot of just spending the night in jail cells because it's going to get rowdy. It's going to get wild. And like San that- Diego can can and I'm I'm I pick San Diego. I pick the Padres, but San Diego can act as crazy as they want. They can go in the streets. They can have. Will Myers come buy him drinks at the bar. They can act all wild, but you are not Philly. Philly is a different animal, dude. A different beast. They will... I mean, I can't even imagine trying to wear a Padre uniform or jersey in that in that stadium tomorrow. Or two days from now. Crazy. This is going to be nuts. Did you say nuts? I did. Well, Nate, let me tell you about uh, our friends. Manscaped. Manscaped. <laughs> I mean, I don't talk like that, but I'm going to tell you about Manscaped. our friends. Manscaped. Support for the 3Otech is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family. Jewels, Manscaped Performance Package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with their exclu- with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code 3 take at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com with code 3 take That's our social handle. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Two things about that. Number one... You only get our 20% off. This is a limited thing. So if you want 20% off, you got to go now. Like, we're, we're not kidding. 
Like this isn't this isn't going on forever. That's true. Second thing. No, and Nate is a jokester at times. Take it from uh take it from your friend KC here. He's yeah. not he's not joking on this one. He's like you literally you have like I think two weeks left. He's hundred he's hundred percent right. Yeah. Here. You got like two weeks left to get twenty percent off. So here's what I will say for the second thing. Um I have the obviously the the mower, the the lawn mower is is legit. I also got the I brought it the, with me out here to LA. I got the nose hair thing too. That the, thing, uh, the weed whacker. That bad boy does wonders up the nostril. And it's like I was a little nervous. I tried it today for the first time. I was a little nervous. I was getting have up you in ever there. Have used one like, before? Just like never. in general? No. It's I've wild, always just dude. like it's I've a... always just used like a beard trimmer and just like barely get in there to get the long ones. Yeah. But that weed whacker. It was up in there, man, and it was like I was scared. I, th- I thought it was going to pull some hairs. I thought it was going to cut my nose open. It didn't. Nope. nope. At all. I actually got to the point where I was like trying to get every hair in there. And it's I, magical, I mean, man. I, I was smelling stuff today I didn't even know was around. I didn't even know. It's a ride. It's an experience. Yeah. It's magical. Manscaped. But yeah. This twenty uh, percent off plus free shipping is not going to last forever. It's Nate really is not, not lying. So go ahead and take advantage. Manscape.com promo code three o take our social handle. Um, all right. Well, outlook for the remainder of these series. What do you got? Because I to be honest with you, with the way this recording schedule has gone this past week, I don't know when we're going to see these people or when we're going to be talking to these people again. So. It's, yeah. it's it's very it's very possible this series may be over by the time we talk to these people. So what do you got for the remainder of of these series, outlook wise? Um, I mean, I I think Padres are going to have to continue to do what they've been doing. You know, it's uh, it's clear that like the dominant pitching that you're expecting on the Padres side is, is kind of wishy-washy. And so everything needs to be generated through that offense. I think, I think their heartbeat runs through their offense. So keep doing what you got to do to, you know, move runners up, hit behind runners, swipe, swipe bags, like shoot gaps, do everything you can. And the occasional bomb doesn't hurt the, the Philly side of things. You, you got the upper hand right now. You got the upper hand. I need Nola back for the clincher. And I need Nola to lock it down for the clincher. I think that's, that's if you're a Philly fan, that's what you're hoping for. Yeah, I mean, the reality of it is, I agree with you. Philly does have the upper hand. You're going back home. If you really think about it, you just got to flush one, one bad inning. You don't even yeah. really have to flush the game if you don't if you don't want to. Like, there's still things you can take away from game two. You just have to flush that one inning where things just where the wheels fell off. Like yeah. they absolutely fell off. And I mean it ultimately cost you the game, but it is what it is. Like we said, we're going back home. You can take that energy and momentum you're gonna get from that like Dude. without a doubt that you're gonna get from the home crowd and yeah, it's gonna be rocking. and channel that immediately into game three and you you'll be in a good spot. If you're San Diego, you're gonna have like you were saying, it's gonna have to be generated through that offense, but 
from a pitching front, you're going to have to figure out a way to hold this Philly yeah. lineup in check. Like they've been hot. They've been feeling it. That's it's a, a good reason as to why they're where they're at right now. The fact that they've made it to this point has been as a result of these guys starting to click and you've got to find a way to hold Harper in check because I feel like I've, I've said it till yeah. I'm blue in the face at this point, but he is, he has shown up this postseason. He's been yeah. one of the hottest oh, yeah. hitters this postseason. Oh, so yeah. like, I think it's safe to say we can we can kind of push that narrative to the side a little bit, at least yeah. for the time being. So if you're San Diego, you're gonna have to figure out a way to hold him in check, and you cannot let these guys, you cannot let guys who are starting to feel themselves a little bit catch too much fire. Otherwise, yeah, you run into some some good outings yeah. on the pitching front from Philly, and that you package that together, and there's nothing you're gonna be able to do with that. So that's and also that's really I what think it comes the, down to. I think the Padres need to realize that, like, yes, they were able to go in 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 New York and, and take and take the Mets out. Uh, clearly, not the same environment. It's not going to be the same. Clearly, City Field was not able to produce the type of ruckus that Citizens need, Bank will. Need I remind you, Game Three, the winner go home game for the yeah. Mets was not even a sellout. So. Yeah. It's just not I'm the same. Go, I'm gonna go ahead and say it's that's a safe safe bet. It's gonna be a lot worse. So buckle up. AL side. Oh boy. Um, kind of already talked about what the Yanks need to do. Try not to strike out eighty percent of the time again. Um, and don't let Josh Donaldson play. I think you're safe. I think you're good. I think that it gets you a dub. Keep Josh Donaldson out of the lineup. I think we're okay. By the way, uh, credit Sarah Langs for this little nugget here, but the Yankees struck out 17 times a night. The Astros struck out twice. That 15 strikeout differential is the largest in a game in postseason history. So, yeah. So, uh, credit to the Yanks, man. Well, making, making history. Yeah. Very true. But at the same time, that, that game was within reach. So as bad as you played, I think that's kind of the silver lining you got to take out of it. If you're in that clubhouse, you're like, as bad as we were offensively, we it still came down to it. It still came down to it. We still had a chance. So just pick it up. Astros, look, man, take take care of business at home. Like that's just that's just job number one. Like that should be the job every time. Take care of business at home. Um, and. I mean, just, I, I feel like they're never going to run out of pitching. They're, they're, I feel like no one's ever going to be tired for their entire pitching staff. They're all going to be well-rested. I uh, I have a very strong feeling. Also, Altuve needs to... What are we doing? 0 for, 0 for 18? 0 for his last 18, I think? Uh... All right. Well, minus Jose Altuve. Figure that out, please. I have a very or strong. F- it's cool. Sorry. Minus Jose Altuve. I have a very strong feeling that the Astros are uh, really going to take this Yankee fan. We want Houston nonsense, and uh, they're going to tell them where they can where they can put that. That's cool. They're going to tell it up real tight. I just love that it's guaranteed to go back to New York because that place is going to be stupid. 
That place is going to be insane. And it's going to be hostile. And it's going to be angry. Like There's going to be angry people there. Shouting some not so nice things at Astros players. So it's going to be wild. Nate? What did I say? It's 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 time to stop using the scandal as a crutch. Like just own up. If you're if you're going up against the Astros, just be a better baseball team than the Astros. Stop that's using true. the scandal as a crutch. That's why I said the Yankees have to be perfect. Like that's the only way you can win this series is being perfect. Today was not perfect. And so it's like lock in on just playing your baseball and and don't follow that. Like I, I don't I don't want the players to feed off of trash can stuff. You know what I'm saying? So it's like as a fan base, you're just like, whatever. It's it's those five years ago. Greg Bird was our first baseman during that series. So like we've come a long way. It, things have changed. Just can just we go ahead and here. just can we go ahead and just make sure that we're focused? That's it. <laughs> Greg, just happy to be here, Bird. What a guy. Yeah. What a guy. What a guy. Hey, before we go, over under uh, 15 inflatable trash cans we see at Yankee Stadium. Um, we, don't have to say, we don't have to limit it to inflatable. We could just say trash can signs. References. We just put all, all trash can props. All uh, all trash can. What's the word? Uh, paraphernalia. Fair. Look at that. Look at that. Over under. Over under fifteen. I'll go over. I'm gonna say gr- grossly over. Like it's <laughs> gonna be nauseating again. Yeah. Feel free to keep using it as a crutch, but it just makes the fan base and the team as a whole look pathetic. I, that's, it's gonna that's be, all I got. It's gonna be more. I mean, Altuve is gonna get the brunt of it. It's gonna be the most about Altuve because he's the one that that took the MVP away from judge in 17. So he's going to catch just the worst, worst of oh, him while he's slumping. So hopefully game two, he just goes another offer and just collapses folds. I'm fully himself. anticipating plenty of Altuve hate. Um, little plug here for SeatGeek. Use our promo code 30 Take. That's our social handle for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. If you're trying to catch a playoff game before the end of the season, go ahead and use that promo code. Or if you've just checked out a baseball and you're trying to catch a, a hoops game or you're trying to catch a football game, whatever it may be, heck, theater. you're trying to catch a theater performance, head to the theater. Use our promo code 30 Take for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. And uh, hit us up on Chalkboard. If you're not on chalkboard with us, I don't know what you're doing. Go over there. Yeah. You can join a group chat with all all bunch of baseball fans. Talk with. I don't us, think people with... understand. It's not just us. Like it's you don't you don't have to like even. Yes, we want you to come chat with us, but like you can go chat with other people. You can go find other sports in there. You can go find other podcasts. You can hop into their group chats. Like it's not just us in there. It's not just a group. It's not WhatsApp. Like get in there, no. check it out, go look around. We'll use our co- use our uh, link. In our bio. Yeah, use our link, otherwise you're dead to me. Yeah, use the link in our bio, get chalkboard, and then from there just just go wild. Go wild with it. Yeah. Do what you want. Have a good time. Do what you want to. Um We made it. We did it. We're here. We're at the end. Predi- any any prediction for the, the remainder of either of these series, whether results oriented or not, individual performance predictions. Do you see anything? Do you, do you feel particularly strong about anything? 
Hmm. Um, I think Schwarber is going to hit one further than he hit one. And, and uh, was that game one? The 488? Yeah. Yeah. The second Good. home run. Harper and Schwarber were solo bombs. Yeah. That ball was nuked. He's going to hit one further at Citizens Bank. That's my prediction. All right. Nice, icy, cold Philly in October. He's going to hit one further. That's what I'm excited about. The cold. That's what I'm pumped for. New York, Philly. We're getting back to the cold fall postseason baseball. That's going to be sweet. I'm excited for that part. I'm here for it. That's all I got. Don't go chasing curveballs. We love you all, and as always, looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy.